You're hearing the Echoes podcast, and I'm John DiLiberto. Sometimes we are way ahead of the curve here at Echoes. That was the case with Poppy Ackroyd, the English neoclassical composer. We made her album Resolve a CD of the month in early 2018, but now it's gotten a wider release in the United States, and I get to talk to this charming artist who took a different route from her classical training. Well, I'm classically trained, but when I was about 14, I became a bit of a, an indie kid and listened to a lot of punk and just anything that wasn't classical, actually. I've got Poppy Ackroyd ahead. While you're trapped in your home, you want to take yourself, at least mentally, out of your environment. The Echoes podcast will do that for you for about 13 or 20 minutes. But for sustained relief, check out Echoes Online. It's our subscription service where you can stream two-hour Echoes programs on demand and get exclusive online Echoes streams. And you can do it with your Echoes app, which you should have by now. Go to echoes.org and find out more about Echoes online, and you can get the Echoes app in uh, any of the places where you download your apps for your phones. And now, here's an interview I conducted with Poppy Ackroyd minutes before quarantine. Poppy Ackroyd's 2018 album Resolve was an Echoes CD of the month in that year. However, the record never really came out in the U.S. until now. She's an English composer who is in that ambient classical, neoclassical circle of musicians that include Olafur Arnolds, Max Richter, Nils Fromm, and Dustin O'Halloran, among others. I finally got to talk with her recently. Speaking on Skype video, Poppy Ackroyd sits in a fairly barren room in her home in Brighton, England. Listen close, and you can hear the seagulls. This is my studio, yeah. This is where I work. It's pretty sparse, but I need that to, like, no clutter. But my piano is actually downstairs in the living room because I couldn't fit it up here, so... Having just read Jenny Boy's memoir of her days in London's swinging 60s with her fashion model sisters Patty and Paula Boyd, it strikes me that Poppy Ackroyd would have fit right in with her ironing board straight, long red hair, and bangs falling into her eyes. But she's not a model, she's a contemporary music composer with a compellingly modern neoclassical sound. But like a lot of classically bred composers from the millennial generation, she's also a Well, I'm classically trained, but I think when I was about 14, I became a bit of an indie kid and listened to a lot of punk and, um, yeah, just anything that wasn't classical, actually. So it all just kind of changed at that point. I think I was watching Top of the Pops and I saw Radiohead. And I was like, hello, this is pretty cool. (laughs) Didn't look back, really. Ackroyd's music doesn't rock in that way, but it does have an ambience that is more Radiohead than Rachmaninoff.
Bobby Ackroyd came from a family on the creative side of things. Her father is an artist. Well, he makes etchings. Um, so with acid and copper plates and things like that. So we made an etching together. The album Sketches that came before Resolve, we made that etching together using piano mechanisms and aquatint and, and stuff. So it, yeah, I grew up in a warehouse with all sorts of terrible chemicals everywhere and complete health and safety nightmare. Um, uh, but yeah, so and he's still very, very active today. Her mother still runs an art gallery and her brother is also an artist, so visual arts remain an important influence on her music and she uses them in her live show. But with Poppy Ackroyd's music, you can see visuals in your mind on impressionistic tracks like Trains. I think it's quite literal. It's all about starting in starting in the station and then when you when you get out of town and the scenery changes and you're just going through these different, you know, and then you're in a town again and those different periods um, which everyone can identify with, you know. And there is, a, yeah, exactly, there isn't like a, you're, you're thinking when you're on the train, you're in a, you're in your own headspace and you're kind of, a, can escape from more of the world for a little bit. albums like Escapement, Ackroyd actually used environmental sounds as part of her compositions on tracks like Glass Sea. Yeah, Glass Sea, yeah. So that was, um, yeah, my partner recorded recorded that when we were on a very remote island off, uh, well, it's just off the Outer Hebrides, so a tiny bird colony in the middle of nowhere. Um, and he recorded that and I wrote the piece about it, so I used those sounds underneath. Bobby Ackroyd went pretty far in her studies on the piano. She says she never got into the competitive phase of classical pianists, but she clearly has developed that technical ability. Although she was intent on a classical career, the music itself derailed her. I did a master's in piano and I became obsessed with contemporary piano music and I was exploring lots of different contemporary composers and I found in some pieces that there was a random quality to these pieces that I would play, was playing and I didn't know why um, and so I think I went the other way I think I went well why am I playing these notes why am I making these sounds they just seem to be slightly disconnected I want to create something beautiful with these weird sounds they don't have to just be weird on their own if that makes sense there is a cyclical quality to much of Poppy Ackroyd's music that most would ascribe to the influence of minimalism, I certainly would, but she says it comes from another place. But I think maybe listening to electronic music has, influenced, has, has created that minimal aesthetic because there's repetition. Ackroyd's music seems to move forward with clockwork precision, almost mechanistic, but without sounding mechanical. I quite like that. I, I feel like I'm trying to create something that's sort of a, a nod to a very sort of organic 
side of things and the natural side of things. But then I also am embracing a kind of man-made quality as well. I want there to be like a balance between the two. Given her precision, it's surprising that many of her compositions emerge out of improvisations, and then something else happens. A lot of what I do is improvised initially. So they're all improvised ideas that I record, and then sometimes I will pick out loads of different notes and then arrange them into a, a, a rhythm or a beat or whatever you want to call it. And sometimes I will improvise a whole take that runs throughout the track, and I will go through and and edit that, you know, but it actually the way I've played it is how I want it to, to come across. She'll improvise layer upon layer and, with just her piano, a cellist and a reed player, create an orchestra, albeit an idiosyncratic one. Poppy Ackroyd, like a lot of contemporary composers, isn't quite sure where she fits in. Not really. I think it's it's classic. The, the, the influence is there, but it's taking as much from everything else that I've listened to. But I'm, I'm not trying to write classical music, if that makes sense. I'm just writing what I want to listen to. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. Would you Would you say it was classical? Why not? Classical music that has energy and groove and melody might be just what that world needs. Poppy Ackroyd's latest album is Resolve. She's also released a remix recording of Resolve, both on Bjork's One Little Indian label. You can read my review of Poppy Ackroyd's Resolve at echoes.org. I'll have a link for it in the posting for this podcast, as well as a link to this wonderful album itself. Members of the Echoes CD of the Month Club have already been grooving on this one for two years. You can join them and be ahead of the curve. Find out about the Echoes CD of the Month Club at echoes.org. Our pick for April is Michael Whalen's Sacred Spaces, and in May it will be Ava Waves album, Waves. Next week on the Echoes podcast, a double dose. We'll hear an interview with Tiger Forrest, Gunnar Spardell, and we take a throwback 30 to an interview with Kitaro. I'm John DiLibretto. Thanks for dialing up the Echoes podcast. See you next week, tonight, on the radio, somewhere in the country, or online, right now, on Echoes.